The Lux Quadrant, Episode 2, Quantum Weirdness or Quantum Magic. Please tune your ears to the sounds of this poem. It's called, Beliefs Become Me. What am I without a sound? What am I without my thoughts? What are thoughts but air breathing out? What is air but storms of belief? What are beliefs but synthetic streams? Symbolic tones attached to a thing. What is sound but thoughts ringing out? Beliefs are my faith. To believe is to hypothesize. A hypothesis is uncertainty of a certainty of a belief. A hypothesis is a process of how to stream together unseen things, unheard things, unknown things, to be witnessed, to be watched, to be thought of, to be seen. You build concepts of this thought stuff into that Thought stuff is the reality, but what is reality except articles of faith, experiments of belief, controlling elemental states? What is a question but a reflection of the thought you have each and every day? What if reflection is a projection of a living space that is conscious, of a house built by bricks, of an expansive floor dance of higher order? For the outer is the inner, when the inner is the outer. Questions feed into the quantum, quantum freeze into the magic. To be observed as the observer, one must flee into the madness. I am the word one, I am the misfit, I am the outcast, molten is black glass. I am after the end, distorted is mine, forgotten is memory, rejected am I, never accepted, never uncovered, for I am the lost, I am the wanderer, I am the shattered, never discovered, for I am nothing, alone is I, the fearful I, the victim I. But watch for the frequency, the tempo of now. The rate of a thought reflects what you will sound, how you see yourself, who you are in the dark. You are the limitless. You are greatness. You are life. You are breath. You are one. You are fire. You emerge. You are embers spun. You are the sun's electric liar. You are everything, written in everything, woven as everything, threading perfection. You are a water former, shaping light by the power of thought, by intentions and wants. You, humanity, are the clothing of consciousness, the warmth of stars. Brilliant light. Welcome, Luminous listeners, to the Lux Quadrant. I am your host and star guide, Alethea M. I travel through time and space to illuminate shadows. I live in the place of the cosmos. This is a world of creatures, mystics, shamans, scientists, and philosophers. We are in the metaphysical land of the Anima Mundi and the Modus Operandi. Buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. In today's adventure, we're going to tour the first light of the water former. Our onboard pilot is Equus Ferris Caballus. He's a sacred stallion and a majestic beast. He is a source of pure power and has mastered the art of movement. Today he's going to show us how to harness force and transform it into power. He will teach us how to become a true equestrian by speaking a very specific language. It is the native tongue of the Lux Quadrant. 
He will be guiding our ship into an exotic layer of the atmosphere. He tells us that we are in for a sensory surprise. He also wants to introduce us to one of his good buddies near the end of our tour. This friend holds the secrets of language and will share the greatest technology known to humankind. He knows Homo sapiens will find much use in this great unveiling. Luminous listeners, our focus for today is speed. Speed does not respond to human actions or voice. It is simply experienced and observed. It is relative to our position in the lower three quadrants. But in the Lux quadrant, objective realities cease to exist. Relativity is non-existent. There is only one speed in the fourth quadrant of time-space, where all realities exist simultaneously. It is important to understand the nature of this alternative speed if our intention is to master the art of movement and become a true equestrian. Before we dive into the lost secrets of speed, Equus wants to tell humanity about the shadow of the first light in the Lux Quadrant. This shadow is the darkness of entropy. This is energy that is lost, and this energy can be reduced to one word, numbness. Equus has given us access into the tender tissues of his musculoskeletal system. He suffers at the expense of human sport and spectatorship. As Homo sapiens saddle upon his back, they attach the load of their dense layers into his form. As they push and pull, whip and strike, tug and taunt, Equus is constricted. His microcirculation compresses, and his nervous system ceases to properly operate. Blood flow stops, connections are lost. He first experiences discomfort, and then the muscle goes numb. The human hunger for entertainment has starved the source of Equus's pure power. He is the majestic beast frozen in time, is the obedient submissive slave of force.
first light of the water former spinning in the ring of fire. A wild beast longs to be free. Equus has shown us that numbness is a force. It is the effect of pressure. It is the compressed form of control. This numbness acts as the sedative to life. By blocking specific messages within the cellular exchange network, the organ compensates for this lack of information by destroying itself. This culminates into a self-destructive organism that depletes any and all forms of healing life energy. But luminous listeners, we must not forget what Mimas taught us in episode one. We have access to a technology that can protect us from falling into the patterns of darkness. We have the rainbow arrow of illumination. We can identify the mimic and isolate the impurities. There is force, and then there is life force. Life force begets life. Life force creates. Blind force rejects life. Blind force decays. Life force is untamed, unshackled, wild, and mesmerizing. It is a beguiling energy of originality and functions as a thrilling fire of freshness. It's the transitional spark from the void to the flow, and it follows a rhythm. It's the rhythm of the true equestrian in the dance for life. This dance is in the ring of fire, and its name is Spin. Equus is ready to show us how to spin, release, and retrieve. This is the art of movement. The first light of the water former is a space of spin. Earlier in our tour, Equus mentioned the importance of speed. Before he tells us more about speed, he wants us to develop a better understanding of his species. The Equines were not built to be controlled for sport. They were built to roam and to live as a herd of beings. Their behavior was guided by two simple principles. Sharing space, doing nothing, and being together, doing something. The bond between the group was strengthened by the softness of their sensitivity. A sensitive queen was not viewed as an animal of weakness. It was perceived as a being who understood the language of light, who could speak in tones and frequencies, and who knew how to see the unseen. Equus finds this golden nugget of truth to be missing from modern human ideologies and systems. He says, 
that until Homo sapiens can hear the harmony of these two principles and speak as the tones of frequency, they will never be able to reach the speed of the Lux Quadrant. When we venture into the time-space, our notion of speed changes direction and velocity. It accelerates into the entangled subatomic highways of Planck's quarks and electrons and moves into the lanes of madness. The first light of the water former travels at the speed of no time, alongside the speed of all time. The Lux Quadrant moves at the speed of thought. This is the polyrhythmic dance between beauty and unity. This is the frequency of quantum magic. Equus is confident Homo sapiens will soon learn to speak this new language of frequency, or as he likes to call it, the language of light. But to ensure humanity is given the best possible chance of learning this language, he has decided to shift the gears of our ship. He has shifted our vehicle into automatic cruise control. Now he is able to be fully present. Equus tells us that we are entering into the first light of the Lux Quadrant. This light occupies a space spinning with treasures. In fact, this light spins in the ring of fire. But this light needs the energy of the third quadrant to be able to excavate the jewels twisting inside it. The twist of the jewels is found in the fabric of the third quadrant, the quadrant of space-time. This fabric is invisible, yet forms, shapes, structures, and sounds. This fabric builds matter. It is the true equestrian's molding material and vibrates as a dance of pure frequency. The twisting vibration is a superfluid. Equus will teach us the art of moving through the superfluidic highway by forming into an observer that feels the observed, that sees the observed, that rides the observed, that controls the observed. He is taking us to the ring of water and has latched our ship onto a new vehicle called the Astral Plane. To fully understand the Ring of Fire, we must dive deep into the Ring of Water. These are the Rings of Emotion. Act 2 The Beauty of Madness Spinning in the Ring of Water
Nicholas says that the first lesson in the art of moving in the superfluidic highway is to create a cloud. A cloud of bubbles. Bubbles? Like, uh, soap bubbles? Uh, bubbles blown at a party with little kitties? Underwater bubbles in the ocean? Yes. Uh, yes, luminous listeners. Equus is completely serious when he says the key to understanding the spin of this motion can be found in the surface tension of bubbles. This tension fuels the new vehicle we are steering, so we must create a counterforce that will relieve its pressure. Creating these bubble clouds will give us a smoother ride through the realm of the Lux Quadrant. It will reduce the friction between our vehicle and the fluid we're moving through. And these bubble clouds will not only soften the force of the space, but it will start to lubricate our vehicle by connecting to sound. Equus says this is a branch of science that is little known to the modern Homo sapien culture. It's called bubble acoustics, and it's a wonderful mechanism for filtering, forming, and creating an excess of bubbles to play with. Homo sapiens have heard this sound of the bubble filtration system when they drink their favorite kombucha or sip their favorite champagne. Isn't that fascinating? To drink a sound and to feel that sound against the tip of your tongue? I believe it is. Equus now informs us that bubbles oscillate. Depending upon their size, they will either sound deep notes or sound higher tones. These sounds are signals of movement. They are the result of a rushing motion that narrows inside of the bubble that then proceeds to create a jet, finally emitting out into the space around it. This is an expression of a singularity. It is nonlinear, but circular, and it emerges spontaneously. Sound and bubbles are akin to water and fire. Bubbles directly affect sound by absorption and reflection. Bubbles are perfect spherical vibrations of frequency. Water is a perfect frequency. It is the perfect vibration of molecular absorption. Fire burns water. Water is regenerated fire. Sound, bubbles, fire, water. One is denser, one is hotter. All are nature. All is mother. All is father. All creating sons and daughters. All is matter of the water. Once the first light of the water former is burned, it transforms the madness into magic. A magician is an artist who uses the mind to control the elements. A sorceress is an artist who uses magic to bend the dragon to her will. Madness is misunderstood and misguided. Magic is the guided mystery of madness. Magic is intelligent motion. Magic is an art. Magic rides the dance of the true equestrian. Madness is the repression of emotion. Madness scars. Madness is obsession. Madness is the starved animal sleeping in the cave of the subconscious. Magic is a creature that arouses and awakens the pure power of the superconscious. All is the divine feminine birthing the divine masculine. All is the masculine seeding the feminine. All is energy.
The emotions are magnets. Feeding the body is a conscious madness that creates hell or a conscious magic that creates heaven. It is the dream world of attraction, an illusion, yet oh so real. It is fire and water. It is water and fire. Moving as sound as a silent quantum field of frequency, vibration, and ecstasy. The levels only go higher from here. Three, the House of Hydrogen. Luminous listeners, our surprise guest is now ready to reveal his identity. He says that once we understand who he truly is, we will be able to give humanity access to the greatest technology known to exist on planet Earth. This technology is found in all quadrants of the Lux Quadrant. This technology is found in madness. It is magic. But this technology is encrypted. Only a specific language can unlock the codes. The greatest technology in the world is the human body, the human skin, the DNA. 
A. is handing his piloting duties to our special guest who has decided to rent a room in the House of Hydrogen. Our guest would like to explain more about this house and the magical powers that lie behind its doors. Our guest is Octopus Vulgaris, or as Equus likes to call him, Octo. Each of the 64 lights in the Lux Quadrant has an accompanying house. These houses are filled with rooms, tools, treasures, and jewels, but these houses are locked. They are easily opened, but one must have a key to unlock them, and one must know the precise ways of turning those keys to unlock them. Once the key is found and the door is open, then one is to speak the code to switch on the light. The light will only turn on for the one who speaks the right language. If an incorrect language is used, then the light will be distorted and only a fraction of its full emanation will be released. One will become the lost wanderer in darkness. Octo assures us that we will be able to easily find the key and speak the code. He says the first clue is to use the greatest technology on Earth. The second clue is to listen. The key is a gene. The gene is DNA. The code is a frequency. The tones of frequency are coded as the language of light. The language of light is the sound of a gene. The language of light is a voice that instructs. DNA is the voice, the sound, the frequency, the code that gives access to all levels of the greatest technology on earth. To speak with DNA is to unlock every door. To unlock every door is to have access to every house of the 64 lights. And every house is home to infinite wonders.
Octo now wants to tell us more about this house of hydrogen. Hydrogen is a tiny carrier of explosive energy. Hydrogen stores excess energy that can be converted into electricity. It recycles, repairs, and refuels. It is a biological battery. It decreases psychological stress and warms the body. It relaxes. And one of its strongest powers is its ability to improve circulation of blood, and more specifically, its power to balance the moisture in human skin. This house holds the first light of beauty. Hydrogen penetrates into all of the cells and partners with oxygen to reactivate and regulate gene expression. Listeners, didn't Octo mention something to us earlier about genes? Does DNA ring a bell? Does the language of light ring a bell? Does the greatest technology on earth ring a bell? Are you now starting to hear the tones of frequency? This house of hydrogen holds a groundbreaking secret in its walls. This secret will be further explained by Octo next week. But he won't make us wait until next week to tell us this information. He's ready to tell us now what's hiding in the house of hydrogen. What's hiding is the hidden brain in the skin. The mind that speaks through feelings. The skin that reflects emotions. This is embodied cognition. And it's a revolutionary field of science that is rarely spoken of in human society. Octo wants to leave us with one final bit of information that could transform the way Homo sapiens relate to one another. This bit is also found in skin. And this bit is called the gentle fiber, or as the scientists have called it, C-tectile fibers. This is a fiber of touch, and it only responds to gentleness. It is only activated by light pressure. It is a slow-moving signal of the subtlest stimuli, and this is where the untapped potential of humanity hides this gentle fiber in the house of hydrogen activates the inner senses, the extrasensory perception, the unimaginable reality, the imagination as reality. The house of hydrogen is the home to mystics, wizards, and quantum magicians. Swimming in seas, seas, and streams is the first light of the water former. I think we're ready to swim.
Equus has taken us on a magical journey through the Lux Quadrant. He and his good buddy Octo have shown us the secret powers hidden in the House of Hydrogen. We have danced as the true equestrian and learned the art of movement. We transform the darkness of entropy into the explosive light of beauty. There is, however, a final truth that needs to be unveiled. This truth brings us back to our time with Mimas, who taught us the art of mimicry. Let us use this art and charge it with the rainbow arrow of illumination. We intend to create a nuclear reaction. There is a mimic in the realm of modern physics. The mimic has several names. The standard model, dark energy, dark matter. Dark matter and dark energy are imitations of the original truth. The standard model is false. The truth is unity. The original truth is resonance. The original truth is unified physics. It is a feedback, feed-forward system of information exchanges that breathes electromagnetic memory to life. It is the radiant movement of consciousness as consciousness seeing consciousness. The mathematics do indeed exist. The unsolvable problem of missing mass has been resolved. There is a sacred physicist who understands the truth, and he has the numbers to prove it. He knows the channels to the stars, to prosperity, to freedom, to life. The only thing weird about quantum physics is that billions of people have been tricked by the dragon of the dark ages who hides and sleeps until the creature is illumined by the subtle striking spin of a rainbow arrow. episode. Octo returns as our guest pilot. He holds the key to the second light of Helios. We move to the house of Helium, where Octo will show us the art of shape-shifting. He's gonna take us through a lightning storm. He's got some friends he wants to introduce to us. They're called the Sprites. They're gonna show us how to become galactic engineers. We intend to construct matter. I'm Alethea M, host and star guide of the Love Squadrant. Always remember, my luminous listeners, the mantra. Every shade of darkness is a hue of hidden light. <laughs>